Hello, Wild Souls. Just a heads up that this week only, full and partial scholarship applications for my eight-week upcoming tarot course, Tarot for the Wild Soul, are open. Applications are open. We are taking applications. So if you or someone that you love or someone that you know deeply desires to participate in the course but needs a little assistance, needs some help, be it full or partial, we want to make it possible for you to be here. So to find out all the information, our requirements and criteria, uh, the details on um, partial scholarships and full scholarships and the dates and when you'll know, you can go to tarotforthewildsoul.com slash scholarships um, to learn more or to apply again applications do close on Friday, April 3rd at midnight Eastern Standard Time. So if you're feeling the call, now is the time to apply. This is Tarot for the Wild Soul, a weekly tarot podcast about life, death, and rebirth, hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. Hi loves, welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Welcome to Monthly Medicine. I am very grateful to be in this virtual space with you at this time and hoping that wherever you are, um, this finds you safe and warm and healthy and supported and resourced as you possibly can be. Maybe even um, in a space where your nervous system doesn't feel as activated. Maybe there's a little spaciousness around you, and even if there's none of no space, um, just loving on everybody listening to this. And again, very grateful to be gathering with you in this space. Um, The flow of our week is going to be a little different. Typically, for the last two weeks, we've had a weekly medicine episode every Tuesday, but of course, this is Tuesday. So we're not going to have a podcast on Friday, and we'll pick up to our usual two-episode frequency next week, starting then. I can't believe we're in a new month. I mean, April is April is really powerful um, in a way that is uh, multifaceted. You know, April, um, for one whole side of the hemisphere is a very messy time of birth. It's um, shifting somewhat because of climate change, right? The Aprils that we're having now are not what they were, um, you know, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. Um, But they're a messy time. April is like it's it's cold, sunny days, and it's really rainy, muddy, lightning. It's it's mess. It's like it's um it's the 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 power of what it is to be postpartum, and and I say that in the best possible way, where we have gone through the process of releasing. Pisces season, the quote-unquote old identity, and we have rebirthed anew, and we are both the infant and the parent. We are both um, postpartum and, uh, you know, in our in our first days of, of life, and we're kind of joining nature. And on the other side of the hemisphere, things are starting to turn on the other side of the wheel, 
in terms of the life-death-life cycle. And we're starting to turn toward the dying phase. Um, and we have a couple of these points on the wheel of the year, right? Where there's these huge extremes where one side of the world is moving through winter and the other side is moving through the height of summer. And we have an inverse every year with the equinoxes where one side of the world is experiencing what it is to move through to um, a kind of a spiral death process and, and birth process. And it just really comes down to the fact that there's no thing um, happening in this world that doesn't have some kind of a spherical quality in an inverse. And we're living in a very interesting time right now where on um, you know, the earthly side of things, of course, this is, we're in a pandemic and, and there are so many more things happening in this world other than a pandemic right now, right? There's um, huge ripple effects from the pandemic with people's finances and the insecurity of work of huge changes, being in the house with our kids all day long and maybe having no space, maybe working through what it is to be putting our bodies on the line for, for, um, the way that we're caretaking others. And for some of us, it's about caretaking ourselves if we're working through illness right now. Um, and then of course there's the capitalist structures that are rearing their ugly heads and there's, um, you know, our, our healthcare system in America and there's, um, so much, um, speaking from an American point of view, but, um, and then there's so much beyond that, right? Because um, this virus is serving and, and um, the response to it is serving as a very big wake-up call. And although we are experiencing that very personally in all kinds of different ways, this is both an enormous collective awakening and a personal awakening. And it can be very powerful to remember in times like this that nature has you. Because regardless of where you are in the world, we nature is, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, completely holding your hands side by side with you, moving through this birthing process as we travel through Aries season, and the Southern Hemisphere is really leaning into what it is to be in the initiations that happen around death. So this is an initiation time. April is initiation. And there are a lot of things about initiation that are completely personal. There's all different kinds of initiations. There's all different kinds of definitions of it, relationships with it. Um, we're moving through initiatory processes all the time that are completely, again, deeply intimate, deeply personal. We have some of us cultural um, understandings of initiation. We have uh, collective understandings of initiations that maybe have nothing to do with what we consider to be true soul initiations. But um, an initiation means that we are stepping into a new becoming. We are moving into a time where we are expanding the capacity of what is possible. We're, we're um, crossing a threshold. There's, a, there's an experience, a ceremony, a ritual, 
And I don't care whether or not you've been like on your couch for two weeks straight, not changing your clothes, not showering, all of that is completely valid and acceptable. You are in an initiation time. And I think it's, it's really important to acknowledge that because we've come, uh, a very, very far away from the true, the true, um, like I want to say it, like when you hit, when you, um, chime a bell or you ring a bell, um, when the tone of that bell rings out so clearly and purely or so, um, with such resonance, um, we've, we've, the bell is a bit off tune. Um, and it has been for quite some time when it comes to our ideas of what spiritual or energetic or initiatory practices are supposed to feel like or look like. And there's been a lot of, um, performative energy around like how we should be making it, how we should be, you know, there's, there's a lot of reaching out side of our route to other cultures. There's a lot of expectation that our rituals or ceremonies should have a certain amount of gravitas to them. And by the way, if you're all about that, I think that's fucking beautiful. Like it's great. Um, but I do think that there, um, is quite a bit of, of will placed on magic a lot of the time. And that's good. We need our, to direct our, our will and our magic in, in these times. And Aries certainly teaches us that we can do that. But there's also something to be said for allowing yourself to be initiated. And that is really what's happening right now. It's what we're learning. We know how to do the, I initiate energy. That's like what our world is built on. I want it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to do it. And it doesn't work because, um, yeah, you can do it, but have you really, have we really checked in about what it is that we're actually initiating? Do we really want that? Is it really in highest alignment for us, for the planet? There's all different kinds of things to think about here. So when we say April is initiation, when it is initiate, what we're talking about is a kind of ignition, a kind of igniting of a flame that is part of that new threshold, is part of that new process of what we're becoming. I mean, look at us on a collective scale. We're all tuning in with our bodies. Even if it's that you're terrified to be in your physical body, you're paying attention to it. We're all paying attention to our bodies. Usually we're making our bodies move and do and 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 behave in ways that we're not even aware that um, there's a consensual relationship between our bodies and ourselves where the body doesn't always want to do everything that we make it do. It doesn't always want the stuff that we want it to want, <laughs> you know, and we're learning a new way right now. You know, what is it to be really gentle, to move at a completely different pace? I mean, to be as present as we've ever desired to be with what do I have the capacity for now, not even today, but this moment, it's a totally different world out there and it'll change. But, um, the roots of this time are very far reaching and it's very important to know what is possible when we can harness this energy 
and we can use it, lean into it, taste of it, drink it. When we learn what it is to be connected to the energy of initiation from the perspective of total and complete alignment um, and really uh, alliance, I suppose, with that of nature moving around us. Instead of us having to initiate, what is it for us to be initiated? You know, what does that look like and feel like? Um, Are we experiencing a whole new level of it right now? And maybe because we're so, um, and I understand all too well why we would do this, but um, are we so off in what should be or shouldn't be um, that we're missing that piece of it? Um, I'm not saying that we are or we're not. It's just something to think about um, as we tend our hugely valid feelings about anything and everything we may be going through during this time, whether it's related to the collective worldly events right now or something completely personal to you, um, there is an initiation happening for sure. I can tell you, um, on a completely personal and also like uh, in comparison to the, you know, truly incredible work, this is a very, very humble, small uh, part of my world. But um, as most of you know, I'm currently reshooting, totally creating from scratch a brand new course that goes up in like a month. <laughs> and we're not, we're not very far with it as of the recording of this right now. We're, we're as far as we need to be. We're not behind, but we're not ahead. And that's an initiation for me. That's a huge initiation for my team. We're all fucking huge hard workers. You can't do the level of work that I produce and without a team and, uh, without, extremely hard work. And, um, we can only do what we can do right now. We can only do what we can do. And it's not a problem. And my brain loves to make it a problem. You need to get this done. You need to do it. And the truth is that what is being done to the outside looks very generous to most people about what is coming out of my little world of work right now. And yet, there's a huge initiation happening for me right now. What is my relationship with productivity? It was wildly out of alignment. It's a huge initiation into honoring my body's true preference of timing. And, uh, I don't even, you know, I'm I'm still learning about it because it could change tomorrow, but, um, huge initiation. I actually took a weekend off this weekend. I don't know the last time I've taken a weekend off. How can I really teach and share about what it is to break down old cycles and structures of, you know, capitalist centered or flavored intonations in, in spiritual work if I'm not actually practicing what I'm saying? So there's a huge initiation in that. Um, and Again, my experience is personal and that of my own, um, but I wonder if your own world 
has been opened up in this way. I wonder if you are moving through something of this nature and maybe you didn't know that it was as big of a deal as it was. Maybe different threads are beginning to come together for you and um, it's really powerful to consider what those might be and maybe they're different than you think they are. Um, what is an emperor season when we're all inside? What is that? What does that look like? What is an emperor year 2020 when all of us are indoors? You know, Aries, direct, moving, action, bold, adventurous. Like what, what does it mean to keep Aries in the house? Aries is the sign that is devoted most to knowing themselves. That is Aries' job. We are in Aries' energy this month. To know ourselves more intimately, more deeply than we know anything else. Because an Aries truly knows when it is very centered with what's in highest and best, that if it really knows the truth of themselves, of itself, they can truly stretch out and be of service. There can be a greater impact on the, on the behalf of the collective. It's Aries' job to know themselves. And we cannot expand in emperor energy, which is the card that's ruled by Aries. We can't become that mountain. We can't become that sequoia. We cannot become that redwood. We can't become the sky. We can't become... Um, the cavern. We can't become those natural, beautiful expressions of emperor energy. We cannot actually embody that until we have learned what it is to root down. And in order to root, we have to have a sense of familiarity. We have to be on uh, our own homeland, so to speak, inside of ourselves. I'm talking purely um, within the being of who we are, our own root system, our own relationship to these bodies, our own relationship to, you know, our sense of safety in the world. And right now that's being hugely rocked for many of us, um, or it has been rocked. Um, this is an emperor year and an emperor month and an emperor year because the highest focus deepest invitation of both this year and this month, because we're getting again, like double emperor, double Aries medicine here this month in April is, do you really know who you are? That's the big question. Most of us don't. There's a reason that most of the planet is sitting inside right now, <laughs> right? This is necessary on behalf of the continuation of the species, of our species, of um, the great shift that's happening right now as we move closer to nature, beginning to um, rebalance, as it were. Um, we have to start coming home and paying attention. And that in and of itself is an initiation. When was the last time you really were able to touch in 
with the things that you either liked or didn't like that you wanted or didn't want. It's not like a party right now, (laughs) but um, this is emperor work. Without that sense of rooting down, without that structure, emperor is number four, without that structure, there is no ability to root down as deeply as is needed in order to rise up and share of our gifts, be who we were meant to be. Aries also has a ruling with the tower card, which is like if there was ever a tower year, <laughs> it's it's 2020 to be sure. The, the deconstruction of the old paradigms, the old ways, the old systems, the old structures that were not serving, were not serving us, period period, you know? Um, and I'm certainly not implying, and I'll, I'll always continue to repeat this, that I, I don't believe in a, in a punishing universe or a punishing God. Um, and I also don't think we need to be like yelled at right now, you know? And, and so this is coming from a place of, of huge gentleness and, um, and of uh, and and I include myself in what I'm saying. It's really, really, really important to start asking these questions because we are at such a huge time of choice. But it's not because we're getting punished. You know, you personally did not do anything wrong to be um, in a scenario in your life where everything is turned upside down. But it's a real both and right now where we might find ourselves completely inundated, um, working from home, our kids are home, and yet at the same time acknowledging that we might be spending more time with our children than we usually do, and there, there can be huge joy in that and, and huge challenges, um, that we are not maybe out in nature as much as we may want to be, um, but we do have perhaps the experience to create an even more rooted experience in our physical home or where we're, wherever we happen to be living. Um, you know, and of course that implies a measure of stability, which some of us do not have the luxury of right now. Um, learning to resource in times where things are unpredictable, not what we expected, um, is so uncomfortable and yet is very, very Aries. We learn who we are in these times. So it's not um, great. (laughs) I often say, like, we don't have to like this, this energy. And yet, um, this is a very, I've seen a couple of astrologers. It's been interesting as an Aries son myself be like, oh man, I'm so bummed out that we're spending Aries season this way. This is actually what it is to be an Aries. Like this is, this is what it is. It's deep, 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 deep introspective personal care at the highest extent and, um, at the maybe not lowest, but maybe on the other side of the spectrum, it's like, you know, narcissism and bossiness and not knowing where you end and another person begins. And that's emperor reverse, right? The emperor says you came here for a reason. You came here to share a gift, whether you knew it or not. And maybe you've been spending too much time thinking that that gift that you're meant to share is related to some kind of measure of exchange or value. 
that involves you being chosen or winning or um, something externalized when it's actually not true at all. It just has to do with you offering the gift of who you are to the world. Um, to quote Frank Ostaseski, whether that's accepted, rejected, or met with indifference. So how are we being initiated right now? What are you being invited to pay attention to in the midst of these times? It has been so powerful, the calling down from my um, Celtic ancestry. I've been learning so much. Been, I've been called so profoundly. I've been learning about all of these different practices um, from Scotland and Ireland that I never knew before. And who knows why? Could it be that I, I don't feel like I have more time right now, <laughs> but there is a, a certain degree of attention that I have free that I didn't before. I'm not going out. I'm not driving around. So um, there's a different energy. And for you who may be super busy going out, an essential worker during this time, how is that changing for you? What are you being invited to be paying attention to? So um, this is a huge time of initiation, of, of rooting down in order to step up in a different way, but we're kind of reorganizing in a certain way. And this is um, very much a month that is going to have us um, engaging with energy in certain ways, engaging with our energy on multiple levels. I've, I've talked about this before, but um, being very aware that um, our nervous systems right now are highly dictated and highly, um, many of us, activated and charged and, and in some cases um, traumatized around hearing about news. It can create a lot of fight-flight responses when we actually need to be bringing some some great care. And for some of us, um, reading about the news is really, really important to maintain a sense of education. If our particular area is going through something right now that um, we need to be able to maintain a sense of, of knowledge and awareness, and it's often both. But we're learning a new level of of questioning, of dropping in, of asking the question, um, you know, what is it that, how can we honor our energy right now? You know, what is the best way? That's a very Aries experience. If you're initiating birthing, there's so much more energy moving through us than we might ever believe. And there is a sense too where we're we're in a time of choosing when so much of this feels like we're not able to make choices that we really want to make. Um, so coming into a sense of of self autonomy right now is really important. Um, and a lot of us may feel called, even though I know that a lot of us do feel very tired, very worn. Um, and there's no premium on pr pr productivity right now, not at all. Um, but in our own way, we will be called to do some kind of emperor work, whether it be in our own very intimate healing journey or 
um, our self-care journey or our service journey or, you know, whatever it happens to be deeply internal, deeply external, no matter what emperor can come with you. Um, what we're really looking at with, um, as far as this goes is not so much how we can ignite those flames, but how we keep them burning in as even and consistent a way as we possibly can. Because we're very much, again, in a time when it's very easy to see something, be exposed to something, um, have an experience of, of like um, a physical symptom, and all of a sudden, like our adrenals are shot an hour later. And that's what we're moving through right now. And it's not a problem. It's not something to avoid. And we can get very mindful about what's in our highest and best to be engaging with in whatever moment that we are engaging with something. So we're learning to um, work in a new way with our, um, with our time with our energy, we're coming back to the building blocks and the foundations, which is very much what Aries invites us to do. So this is about tending the flame. There'll be a lot of sparks this month of energy, of, of um, inspiration and ideas. Uh, believe it or not, believe it or not, this is actually a time when a lot of us are reclaiming some brilliance and some, and some um, directives and some uh, calls from, from deep within, um, even if it's just to be really caring to ourselves. And that's not typically a part of our, um, makeup or our, our comfort zone. It's all there for us to be, um, working with right now and to see how it really feels for us. But this is about keeping the fires tended in a way that is, um, in our highest and best so that we can be available to be as um, present as need be in moments when we're called upon in some way. So our card for the month of April is Two of Pentacles. And Two of Pentacles has been very present in my pulls for the collective for a little while, my pulls for myself. It's essentially letting us know um, that if you do one thing this month, if you do one action, if you want to come back to one anchor, one practice again and again, keeping your eyes on your own paper is crucial. In a time when, and, and it's hard because there are experiences where it's really important to be open, connected, checking in, um, be present with our community in whatever way feels safe, um, ideally from a distance. And if not, um, hopefully from six feet, you know, apart or from, from Skype or what, what have you. Um, but keeping our eyes on our own paper, what are you meant to be holding in your hands? There's not everybody meant to be checking in on the news about this 24 seven. You may have other stuff to do. If you're honoring what you're meant to be honoring, it's not necessarily about checking in on what else is going on. It's not necessarily for you. It's not, maybe not for you, but only you can really know that. Are you checking in? Two of Pentacles reminds us we have two hands. If we are um, 
you know, breastfeeding uh, or chest feeding, we have uh, two uh, means to do that, <laughs> like two babies maximum, right? So um, to add a third, a fourth, a fifth um, is not ideal for us. Otherwise, we're going to have crying babies and you know, we'll be trying to perform things that will leave us very tired um, very quickly. It's important to remember that two of pentacles in the traditional um, imagery and iconography of the tarot is one of the only three cards that has an infinity loop on it. It is a card of alchemical magic. It is a card of change. It says, if you are willing to come back to center, if you are willing to Heed the call right now of what you're being invited to create, to pay attention to, to tend to what, how you're being invited to rest. If you are willing to come into that space in a full and complete way, huge, huge creation energy can run through you. Huge magic can run through you. It doesn't make all of this okay. It makes it um, it, but it makes it something to you. It makes meaning out of what it is that you're doing with your time. And by the way, sitting on your couch and taking a shower, and that being the first time you did that in a week, can be two of pentacles energy too. You have to be able to put down whatever you're consumed with or whatever you're engaged with to caretake yourself enough to get in the shower. And sometimes the opposite is great. So Two of Pentacles says there is something that wants to be working with you. And if you can give it the attention of your hands, of your eyes, of your body, if you can honor that, there can be a really, really, really big um, um, initiation. There can be a very big ignition. There can be a really big sparking. But very often we have to, we have to just check in, you know, is this in highest and best for me? For you, it might be that like you can put down your work, you know, for another person, it might be that they can maybe not play video games for like an hour and see what wants to emerge. And sometimes, you know, it's something completely in the middle, but we're, we're looking at that. Two of Pentacles is our card. It's the card that's helping us to be in Aries energy. It says, can you pay attention? And, you know, again, I mentioned the news, not because I'm anti-news, although I, of course, have my opinions about how I think media influences us in ways that are very expensive energetically. But I do think that um, my opinion about that doesn't really matter because this is a part of me doing the best I can to deliver an unbiased um, invitation from the best part of me, from source, whatever you want to call that. What we're talking about is not anti-news. We're talking about pro-us. We're talking about um, favoring and prioritizing what our soul needs, what the, what the, the highest truth of us needs, our body, our mental health, above anything. And for some people, there can be an engaging with, um, you know, what's going on in the world um, that 
does not leave them completely unable to function or unable to concentrate. And for many of us, that's not the case. So two of pentacles just asks you to not compare yourself, to not say, well, these people can do it, or these people can't do it, or these people aren't doing it, or um, this person's doing that, or this person's doing this, or I can't do that. It just says, just be with you. Just be with you. You know, if there was ever a time to just be with us, to not compare, to not make it about anyone else, it's now for real. Um, what we are releasing, so this is a little different than releasing as in letting go. This is this has to do with releasing as in throwing the doors open, letting go of our control, and finally letting it be in our lives in, in a way that maybe we haven't before, um, is the magician. So we're not necessarily letting go of the magician, but we are letting go of some of our controls or grips around magician energy, another card with an infinity loop in it. How interesting. What stories have you been telling yourself about how you can't create, can't do, can't um, offer, can't serve right now because of X, Y, Z? Not true. More than ever, this is a time to allow what wants to come through your channel to come through. It doesn't need to be married to any kind of exchange or any kind of purchase or financial um, or financial exchange. It's just about you being you. It's about you coming forward. Magician is all about channeling down something within us in exactly the right timing, exactly when it's ready to come down. It's about working with the energies around us so that we are in humble service of them rather than warping them, pushing them, making them do as we want. It's we're learning the opposite now, how to be in alignment with the larger forces rather than the opposite of that. Um, so we're letting go of our blocks and our traps around magician energy. We're letting go, not of the magician, but about our stories around what it would be like to have a magician come through us right now. And you know, I do a lot of talking about this, but what are your projections and beliefs and stories about what magician card is supposed to feel like anyway? Do you believe that magician is tied to some sort of sense of productivity, that you should have a finished book at the end of working in magician energy? Or could it just simply be that there's something wanting to just pop in your mind? something just wanting to pop into your heart, some small clicking into place that teaches you a whole new universe about what magician is and what it can be. That's really what we're talking about here. It's undoing and relearning some of these energies. What we're walking toward this month, like what is um, important um, there for us as a support to help us um, work with both Two of Pentacles and Emperor and Aries energy. Um, what we're weaving more into our lives is Eight of Pentacles. So this is ritual. It's routine as ceremony. It's re repetition. It's acknowledging that we don't get it right the first time we do it. We don't get it right the second time we do it. It's not wrong, but it may not be how we want to do it. It's honoring the fact that shifting and changing and coming 
that shifting and changing can happen all around us. But there is always a center to come back to that we actually become and evolve and transform and grow into the being that we are meant to be through repetition and practice. So eight of pentacles is really telling us like, you know, yeah, you might feel like you're kind of on a bit of a loop. You might feel like you're doing the same thing 900 times. You might feel like, you know, this or that. Um, really what's important is to keep coming back to center. Just keep coming back, keep trying. And over time, you'll find that your pentacles continue to change, that they really shift from where we were to who we are now. And, you know, airy season is also a pretty amazing time to look back and reflect too. Like where, where have you changed? I have a lot of anniversaries, big life anniversaries and a birthday in April and in, um, airy season in March as well. And, uh, that's been a really big theme in my life for the last few days. It's like, wow, acknowledging where I've changed, acknowledging where I'm still working on stuff, acknowledging where I'd, I'd love to be in a couple of years. So, um, I don't want to make eight of pentacles about, you know, just do your work, stay focused, you know, stay present with what you're doing, because I don't really think it's about that. I think it can be about that. And I think that if there is something moving through you, it's a really powerful opportunity to give it your attention. But I think eight of pentacles can also have to do with tending the body. Pentacles is a huge body card, a huge physical, you know, what would it be like for you if you're moving through illness right now? And, um, or if you're caretaking something, someone moving from illness to, see eight of pentacles as an ally card for your healing or for your caretaking. You know, what, what does that look like? What, what is that like, you know, for you? Um, so it's just starting to think about it in those perspectives, in those terms. And the lesson of the month is king of wands. So the kings in the tarot are our leaders. They are our inner spectrums of leadership, all kind of ruling over a certain mastery with leadership. And King of Wands is the leader in originality, in bringing to the world what only you can bring to the world, trailblazing, doing things differently than they've been done before, not giving a fuck, throwing out the playbook, saying, I'm not going to do it the way other people have been doing it. I'm not going to do it in a way that I think is popular. I'm not going to do it in a way that I think will get, you know, this kind of outcome or that kind of outcome. Aries is about knowing yourself and expressing it out into the world, whether it is accepted, rejected, or met with indifference. It does not matter. It's not contingent on your worth. King of Wands is our lesson because we are learning to be like this energy. We're learning to embody this energy. That's the key word with the court cards. We learn to embody them. Whereas it's different with the minors and the majors, I believe. Um, King of Wands says you have something in you that only you can bring. How are you being initiated right now, right now in this time in your life? How might you hold a space for that? No matter how dead to the world or how dissociated or how traumatized or how 
deeply present you are in your life in whatever capacity you are or how not present you are in your life. Where are you being initiated right now? Where is the initiation point? How can you make room for that initiation point? Because it is happening. You know, whether you're consciously moving through it or not, as I mentioned. Um, what are you ready to bring forward? What has the world been waiting for that only you can bring? That's a very strong question right now. As we begin to look so much more deeply inward and see the intricacies and the fragility and the 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 incredible um, human spirit that we're all blessed with and all working through with each other, you know what? How can you come back to a sense of true alignment with what you actually want your life to be, not what you thought you wanted to be or what looked really good? Because all that is gone now. <laughs> right? Like the illusion has fallen. The tower has happened. So now we're left with questions, with choices. We can either attempt to put back old structures together, or we can choose grace, or we can say, okay, I'm here right now, here today. How can I honor myself in this moment? Is there anything that I can tend to here? Is there an energy, a spark, a flame happening in me, however, however small, however diminutive, that with a little bit of breath, with a little bit of presence, could grow into something that I could tend and keep. You know, if I am acknowledging the true extent that I'm able to hold right now, no more, no less, what could potentially come forward? What could potentially um, be created through me and with me? You know, what, what wants to be birthed through me as nature moves through a birth-death process in this time on the wheel of the year? You know, where do we find ourselves in that spectrum? Those are just some really powerful things to begin to think about with this month. And I'm not really going to go into any of the moons or the astrology because I just didn't, I didn't get a yes to do it. So I'm not going to do it. Um, but there's enough here knowing that we're in an emperor year and an emperor month and moving into hero font on April 20th. Um, which we'll talk about next month and probably in the weekly medicines too. And, you know, there's, there's a lot here. There's a lot to work with and a lot to think about. And this is not, again, about productivity. This is about presence. And this is about asking ourselves these questions and recognizing that each day is very sacred and that we get the chance to really choose every single day where we're placing, focusing, utilizing, working with energy and where it might not be in alignment for us to give of our energy. So those are just some of the things to begin to think about as we travel through this uh, profound month and probably another profound year and, you know, like completely horrible, epic, transformative time that we're living in. Um, incredibly beautiful and also... Uh, wildly intense. Um, 
yeah, who are you? Who are you now that you are really in a space, epically in a space where you are with yourself or with your family or with your, you know, whomever you're with right now, um, but not necessarily getting pulled in multiple external directions, but really hanging out where you are. What's emerging for you? That's a breadcrumb trail to follow this month, most definitely. It's very Aries. We're learning the true soul-centered task of Aries, which is to embody the mountain, which is what we are capable of doing now, embodying the mountain, not necessarily being, you know, dramatic or extra showy or however the ways that people really like to paint Aries and you know, we can be all of those things, but uh, at the end of the day, what Aries, not necessarily the people, but the energy has us really thinking about and looking at is who are we and how is that self-wisdom, that self-knowledge and that self-tending extending itself to our service in the world, our direct ability to have impact and action. So, I hope that this meets you well and serves you well and continues to do so through the month. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, um, really important for anybody who wants to take part in my course this year, Tarot for the Wild Soul, um, full and par- partial scholarship applications are open now. So um, if you want to apply, um, now's the time because uh, the scholarships do close on uh, Friday, uh, this Friday, April 3rd, and enrollment for the course opens uh, the following Friday on April the 9th, and you can learn all about it by going to terrafortheWildSoul.com. And until we connect again next Tuesday, I'm wishing you all of the love and caretaking and sweetness that you could possibly ever want in your life and hoping again that all of you are as safe and healthy and as supported as you possibly can be thank you so much for listening please take care of yourselves until we meet again thank you so much for listening to tarot for the wild soul this podcast was edited by chase Voorhees. the podcast art is by chelsea iris granger and it is hosted by me Lindsay mack For more about the podcast, visit wildsoulpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at Tarot for the Wild Soul. For more about me and my work, please visit lindsaymack.com. To support Tarot for the Wild Soul, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. It helps people find us and it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for being here.